All right, everybody, we are live. It is Thursday. It is April. So that means summer's right around the corner, and we've been drinking bourbon all, all winter long. So what we're going to do is there is, uh, hey, what's going on, everybody? What's up? This is going to be a fun one. Uh, I'm actually, I'm, I'm interested to see how this one's going to go. Uh, we have a special guest tonight. We have, I know, this is going to blow your mind. We've got vodka. We've got vodka on a bourbon show. I, 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 I don't, it, it's, it's blowing my mind. Uh, I was talking to the good people at Crystal Head Vodka, and I wanted to know. I wanted to know, hey, well, what's got Jose? I wanted to know who, how, how are we going to get a bourbon drinker on a vodka train? That's what I wanted to know. So I asked my buddy David. He is the uh, brand ambassador at Crystal Head Vodka. I said, teach me some things. I want to know how this is done. I want to know. I've been drinking bourbon all winter long. I want to know why vodka. How are you going to convert me over to the vodka train? So uh, he's going to be in in just a moment. Uh, thank you guys for coming on. It's, it's going to be a fun little bit. We're going to be drinking, uh, I can't believe I'm hearing myself say it, but we're going to be drinking some vodka, and I can't wait to hear uh, what all Crystal Head's got going on. I mean, it's an interesting story. If you didn't know, it was the brand started by Dan Aykroyd, and I've always had a penchant for Dan Aykroyd. I've got a history uh, with the man, so it is an uh, interesting thing we're about to do. And without further ado, let's get on. I am Macho Jose. You know it, baby. We're going to get us some of those uh, uh, BT, BT, uh, BTRs coming in pretty soon out of Winston-Salem. What's going on, David? Hey, how's it going? How you doing, buddy? Good. Just let me uh, adjust my camera here so we get the best uh, picture. What's going on? Uh, Nothing much, Thursday. man. It's, it's, it's Thursday. I've been talking to some people uh, all week telling them that this is going to go on. And let me tell you, man, uh, there are a lot of bourbon drinkers wondering what the hell I'm doing right now. I bet. I bet. You know, um, thank you so much for having me on the show. I am so excited to talk about Crystal and Vodka with you. Um, we are a vodka that stands out like no other. So um, I think this is going to be a great show. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And now, uh, the reason I'm doing this today, the reason I invited you on, is I want people to know that there are options. It's summertime coming up right around the corner. You've been drinking whiskey all winter. It's going to be hot. You're going to want to maybe have something else in your glass. What, what, what? What are you going to pick? Don't get me wrong. I love a Moscow Mule, too. But sometimes you're going to want something else in the glass, and I'm dumb to anything that's not whiskey. So I called my buddy David. I said, learn me up on some things. And he said, well, there's no better, way, no better place to start than uh, Crystal Head Vodka. So let's get started. You, 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 I'm going I'm to hand it over to you, Maestro. You let me know uh, how to walk my palate to the vodka water. Yes. So I'd love to uh, start out talking about the brand. You know, you mentioned Dan Aykroyd. We've got our beautiful bottle there. Um, so a lot of people know that Dan Aykroyd is one of the owners of Crystal Head Vodka. He's probably the one that everyone recognizes the most. But we do have another owner, and his name is John Alexander. He is a famous landscape and portrait artist. That's uh, all. He's from Texas, and he's got paintings hanging in the Dallas Museum of Art. So he's a legit artist. And, uh, you know, Dan and John are old friends. 
um, as the story goes. Uh, Dan couldn't, Dan's a vodka drinker. He couldn't find a vodka that didn't smell like perfume or have a bunch of sugar or add other additives in it. So he kind of met up with his buddy, John, and said, you know, I'd like to do a vodka. And if you know anything about Dan Aykroyd, he's a little bit out there. And he based <laughs> the whole brand on the legend of the 13 Crystal Skulls. Are you familiar with this legend at all? I, I'm, uh, there might have been a period in time when I was a little obsessed with the 13 Skulls. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's fascinating, so I don't blame you. It, it is a fascinating legend. <laughs> Um, a lot of people recognize the Indiana Jones movie that came out a few years ago, but this is a legend that goes back hundreds and hundreds of years. Uh, some Aztecs, some Mayan, other Native American tribes, they all believed in this legend where 13 crystal skulls were out there. And if you could find all 13 of these skulls and get them together, you would have unlimited power and knowledge, control the universe, right? Right. So the cool thing is that seven of these skulls have actually been found. They are in museums all over the world. I'm told that there's a woman in New York State that owns one and she keeps it locked in a safe in her basement because she's afraid of it. Right. Uh, she's, you know, heard things in the night and stuff. And the well, weird thing about these skulls is that they predate tools. These skulls are older than the hammer and chisel. Right. So where did they come from? How did we get them? How were they made? It's a real mystery. We really don't know. And when you look, and it's, it's very debated as well. Like there are some people that think that like, uh, uh, similar to how uh, Asian culture would bind feet to make feet smaller, that there were people that had their heads bound and that that mm -hmm. would have created the elongated skull. And there's other people that think straight up aliens, straight up UFOs. Uh, yeah, you know, the first skull was uh, found by a man called, uh, his last name is Hentages, and the skull is called the Hentages skull. Um, it's made out of quartz, and there's no discernible tool marks on this thing. It's like you can t go in with a microscope, and it's, it's, it's like, how is this thing made? It's, it's amazing. Right, right. Like, if it is man-made... It comes from a time period where none of those tools were available that we, that right. we know of now. Exactly. It's, it's just a fascinating story. So a lot of people wonder why the skull, um, what's the message behind it? You know, these skulls were not like gothic. They weren't like death related. They were related to life and light. People wanted these things. They were, they were um, valuable, you know. It wasn't right. something looked at in a negative, dark way. These things were powerful. They were, uh, you know, mythic. Light. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, so what yeah, what time brain... period was this? Like, what, what time period did they date to? Oh, man. You know, I'd have to go back and check. Like, but they are Mayan, hundreds right? and hundreds of years old. I mean, right. you know, uh, we started using tools like, like what, 10,000 BC? So, right. I mean, these things are like thousands of years old, actually. That's um, crazy. It's just a fascinating story. Anyone can Google it and look it up. You'll, like you said, you'll find uh, different, you know, arguments on on where they came from or how they were made. But it's really just a fascinating story. And and this ties into Dan Aykroyd because Dan and his family have like a generational history of the occult. And and I I'm a Dan Aykroyd mark all day long. Like I, I Ghostbusters favorite movie of all time. Like like <laughs> I, I love Aykroyd. And his family 
for generations, they would hold seances at their house, uh, 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 Canadian wilderness, like they were, they were almost perceived as mediums and sages. Like That's right. Theirs was the house of ill repute, not ill repute, but there, theirs was like the house that like uh, the people in the neighborhood would, would not let their kids walk past. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, you're right. Uh, some of their history does make, date back to 1700s. Um, you know, his father and brother wrote a book, Peter Ackroyd, uh, wrote a book called A History of Ghosts, and it details the Ackroyd family and their, um, you know, interest in seances and the otherworldly. You know, a lot of the stuff that Dan got for Ghostbusters came from his own family, from, right, from right. These, these stories that his grandfather would tell him. And the ectoplasm is a real thing. You can read about it in the book. It's 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 just amazing. You know, um, he's really into the supernatural. Uh, the whole brand is. Um, got that sort of ethereal look and feel to it. So I love it. I think it's so cool. I, I love it. You'll, you'll, you'll hear him talking about everything from UFOs to ghosts. And it is, and he's not, he's a very smart man. Like the dude is, you can hear him wax philosophical about politics the same oh. as you can UFOs. And when you hear the points that he makes, you're like, yeah. That, like, yeah. you, you know how sometimes you'll hear UFO folks and it'll be like, uh, they'll say that one thing that takes you out of it where, where they'll just, uh, and that's, and that's why big milk is, is brainwashing our children. You're like, <laughs> oh, you had me. You had me until big milk. Yeah. But yeah. Ackroyd doesn't do that. He's just like straight up factual. And he, he, how does he remember all of that? Like the, the list man of dates. Is he is a living human encyclopedia. He, he really is a is. sponge for knowledge. He sucks this stuff up. You know, uh, he, I mean, he's just read hundreds and hundreds of books. I've been to his home. I've seen his library. Every single book in that library he's read. He's a, he's a very smart man. I have a lot of admiration for him. I'm proud to work for the man. Um, he's, he's very smart. If you get him going on a subject that he's interested in, you better uh, take a seat because you're going to be talking to him for a while. <laughs> And I, I have gotten, uh, we talked about this a little bit uh, uh, when we spoke on the phone. For the longest time, uh, I've had people tell me that you look like a young Dan Aykroyd. And, and to the point where it, when I lived in New York, I would have people, I, I, there's this restaurant I love to go to, Good Deli. And every time I would go in, the guy would be like, yo, anybody ever tell you you look like Dan Aykroyd? And <laughs> he did it often enough that I got tired of hearing it. I finally just went, Yes, that's my <laughs> uncle, thinking that that would be the end of it. But no, for the rest of the time I lived in New York, every time I went to that deli on Astor and Third uh, Avenue, or Astor and Lex, this dude, every time he'd see me, yo, there's Dan Aykroyd's nephew. <laughs> and, and it just grew from there. I was telling him, oh, yeah, I was on the set of Ghostbusters when I was like six or seven. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Yeah, you know. Digging it. Now that you mention it, I can I can see it a little bit. I mean, I I, I can see it a little bit. Well, especially now that the now that the the the, the gray's coming in, I, I might look older than Dan Aykroyd at this point. <laughs> yeah, you know, I can't say enough good things about the man. You know, a lot of times you hear uh, celebrities, people that are famous, are jerks, and you know, we'll do we'll do bottle signings um, at a liquor store. And he will, the line could be, you know, three hours long. And he's as nice and genuine to the first person as he is to the 350th person. 
Um, he's just, he's really an incredible man. I, like, I can't say enough good things about him. Well, and he's also like, he's not a put my name on it and step away from it when it comes to the liquid either. He is hands on. Yeah. It's something he could stand behind. T tell me a little bit. Cause now, now I am a vodka uh, noob. I, I bourbon is my normal, uh, my, my normal liquid of choice. So I am very interested to find out how this has won the accolades that it's won. Cause this is like an award winning, it's been all over. Like it, it won like the, the Russian vodka competition, didn't it? Like, I mean, it's, I mean, when you think <laughs> vodka, you think Russia and it won above the Russian uh, liquid. So uh, yeah, tell me a little bit about how vodka gets made. Yeah. You know, if the, one thing Russians know, it's vodka. So that's a pretty uh, <laughs> high, uh, high award to, to win from them. Uh, you know, we're a Canadian brand. A lot of people, I live here in Chicago. So I, sh I should mention that I live in Chicago. Um, I cover about half the country. There's a, a, another brand ambassador. His name is Billy. He lives in Philadelphia, Billy from Philly. Um, so we split the country in half. And, uh, you know, coming from Chicago, a lot of people think that Dan Aykroyd's from Chicago. And, uh, you know, with, it's, with it's good second. reason. Yeah, yeah. You know, Blues Brothers, uh, uh, Second City. He loves, loves, loves Chicago, but he's actually a Canadian. Right. So uh, the Aykroyd family's from the Toronto area. Mm -hmm. um, and our headquarters is in Toronto. So that's where our offices are. Um, so we are a Canadian vodka, first and foremost. Um, uh, are you ready to, to learn a little bit about vodka here? Yes, I am. I am. Awesome. Awesome. So I'm going to start off talking about our original Crystal Head vodka. It's the one right here, the clear bottle. This is where we started in 2008. So we've been around for, you know, quite some time now. Uh, you're right. We've won our accolades. Um, and the bottle is just gorgeous, you know. It's a cool bottle. Uh, What's that? It's a very cool bottle. Yeah, super cool. It's actually the most accurate rendering of a human skull ever made out of glass. Besides really? The, besides the pore spout, obviously, because we don't have that. <laughs> but the features are, are super accurate. And, you know, John Alexander, the other owner, he was the one that designed the bottle. He's the artist behind, uh, you know, the, the bottle design. Um, yeah, so the original Crystal Head uh, is made from peaches and cream corn. It's a variety of uh, sweet corn. In okay. Chicago here in the summer, we get this kind of corn. It's kind of that yellow and white speckled, super sweet to the, to the tongue. Um, just a really great corn. Uh, so they all, the corn comes from Chatham, Ontario um, in Canada. And for our original Crystal Head, we distill it four times. After that, we, it gets the same treatment that all of our vodkas get. So you'll probably hear me say this a few times, but uh, all of our vodka is blended with pristine water from Newfoundland. And I'm going to take a second to talk about the water, because when we're talking about vodka, water is the most important ingredient. So I want you to grab your Crystal Head bottle, and on the back of the bottle, you'll see it says 40% alcohol by volume. Most right. vodkas will say 40% alcohol by volume. Well, what do you think the other 60% is if 40% is, is the alcohol? Right, right. The other 60% is water. So if you're not starting off with really good, clean, pure water, the 60% of your, of your product's already in trouble, right? 
Well, um, it's important to you guys, like for multiple reasons, right? Because you guys are also, you pride yourselves, no additives, no sugars, no, like none of the things yep. that you'll find in some vodkas to kind of, when people add things in the bourbon world, it's mean they're, it's like they're trying to cut corners. Uh, it yeah, seems like know, it's the, the same, same true. The yeah, that's yeah. the same in the vodka world. Um, yes, our, our biggest point is that we are an additive free spirit. All of the vodkas that we make are additive free. Um, no sugars, glycol, citrus oil, none of that stuff goes into the bottle. Um, it's pure spirit. That's who we are. Um, so, you know, after this water, the Newfoundland water, which is pulled from an aquifer deep within the earth, uh, like I said, this is in Newfoundland. This is where our distillery is. Um, at, at that point, when it gets blended with the water, we then filter it seven times. All of our vodkas are blended with this water and filtered seven times. The last three of the filtration process, the vodka passes through 10,000 Herkimer diamonds. See, okay, now that, that, <laughs> that's crazy. So, so and by, do, by running it through that many things, like what does that do? Is it just getting a cleaner distillate every time? Like, like it's almost like a column still? Like the, yep. high, the more it goes through, the purer it gets. And yep. then what does you know, the, we, what do the, 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 uh, the, the gyms do? Like what does running it through? Uh, and also, isn't that wicked expensive? Like, like, <laughs> you, yeah, so uh, Herkimer Diamond is the sort of uh, precious stone that the vodka passes through. And you're right, the first couple layers of filtration are just another uh, way to remove more impurities. You know, you, we're, we're trying to make the purest spirit possible. Right. Um, so the last three, the Herkimer diamonds, this is a uh, diamond. It's a, a semi-precious quartz that grows um, really only in upstate New York. This is, it's the only place that it grows. And, uh, you know, Dan, back to the supernatural, Dan is a spiritualist. Right. In the spiritualist community, Herkimer diamonds are known as an amplifier stone. So they amplify the energy of anything that's near it. You know, whether that be love, hate, uh, fear, pride, whatever it be, um, it amplifies that sort of energy and essence. So for Dan, he had a special request that we filter through these diamonds to enhance and the purity of the vodka. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, so there is a sort of spiritual finish to the vodka that I just think is super cool. Uh, who else can filter through diamonds? I totally. think it's just amazing. Um, it's it's also his, exc his exclamation point on it, like the, this is, this is mine. Yep, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, are we, you wanna do a little tasting with the original here? I do, I do. Now, yeah. now what, what am I going to get? Like, I, like, like what, what, what should, a, a lot of us uh, are, are brown spirit drinkers. So it's a hot day, I, I, I associate vodka with like, it's a hot day. I usually uh, enjoy it in the summertime when it's like a refreshing, a refreshing drink, a refreshing cocktail. So I've, I've poured some. We're going to do just like a regular taste of it out of the bottle. What, what, what do I expect? What should my palate expect? Sure. So our tasting notes for the original are sweet vanilla dry crisp with a kick of heat off the finish. It's not going to burn going down your throat like other vodkas do. Um, but you are gonna get these notes of sort of vanilla. It has a sweetness to it. And remember, we don't add any sugar whatsoever. So that sweetness is, is natural from the sweet corn that we're distilling the vodka from. Okay.
Well, I mean, you, you've already got me halfway there because you're starting with corn. All right, let's let's uh, give it a little taste here. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Pretty clean. There's no uh, burn. No burn. You get the kick of heat on the finish. You know, there is alcohol in it, 40%. Right. But it's but not, it doesn't stay on the back of your tongue with a it's gritty a taste or anything. You know, it's smooth. Uh, it's a sweet heat. Sweet heat, exactly. Thank you for those words. That's exactly what I was looking for. And it's nuanced, like, it's it's interesting because without having anything added to it, you are getting you can tell that it's distilled from corn. Like sure. you do you get the sweetness from that the same as you would uh uh like the original distillate before you put it in a barrel. Like it's definitely got flavor right off the bat, which is it it's impressive. I, 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 I'm not going to lie, because me and you've talked about this a little bit. We, yep. me, me and my kind, we can sit on top of a mountain and look down at things. And, and this is why I wanted to do this with you today, because there are flavors coming out of this. Absolutely. And, you know, uh, it's kind of cool, man. Yeah, you know, vodka is supposed to be odorless, colorless, and tasteless, but that doesn't mean it can't have characteristics. Right. And you can definitely get some of these sweeter notes from the corn, which is a characteristic. It's not a flavor. It's not an additive, nothing like that, right? It's just the natural from the, the sweet corn that we distill it. Yep. And you do get, and there's like a sweet aftertaste too. Yep. I get that Honestly, as well. My normal vodka is a vodka tonic, but I think like this right here and like an ice cube, I could get down with that. Yeah. You know, the original makes a great martini. Uh, mm. you know, just a uh, hint of a uh, lemon or um, you know, vermouth. Yep, just a little bit of vermouth. But it it's it's like we made a blank canvas because there's no additives in it. So right. it allows bartenders to paint without the paintbrush already being dirty. Do you understand right. what I'm saying? Like completely you're getting you're getting cocktail recipes as close to the recipe as possible because you're not swaying the flavor with any sort of sugar. You're not swaying, you know, if you're making a, a dirty martini, you don't want to start off with a vodka that has a bunch of sugar in it because the right. end result cocktail is a savory cocktail, right? You don't have, you've got nothing, Put you're not starting backwards. You're, you don't have to account for anything. Exactly. Uh, uh, okay, well, this is sweet. So I've got to make sure I don't put this much in it. You don't, you don't, you just do the recipe, do it however you want to. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, we, we like to look at bartenders as artists in their own right. Totally, um, totally. You know, I got, I got my banner back here, and uh, maybe <laughs> I'll tilt it up just for a minute. But we are vodka for the creative spirit. Our bottles are creative. Our owners are creative in their own right. Obviously, John Alexander is a, is a painter. Dan Aykroyd is an artist in his own, uh, you know, works, whether that be music, acting, comedy. Um, so, you know, we like to think that bartenders are artists in their own right, and we want them to use our vodka as a base, clean palette, right? Yeah, to, completely. To, to be able to paint on wow. is the idea. Completely. 
Sorry, my dog went a little crazy there. No, you're all good. He's, agree he's agreeing with you. That's right. Thank you, Luna. Uh, <laughs> um, that's very good. I mean, it, I've had, uh, and I think where you, you guys started also makes a lot of sense because you debuted at a time when there were a lot of crappy vodkas out there. Yes, yes. Like it was the kind of highlight of every celebrity coming out with a spirit. And, you know, we all we all had Jay-Z's vodka. We all tried Puff Daddy's vodka. Um, they weren't much to write home about other than a, a pricey, uh, uh, expensive price tag, you know? Sure. And, you know, you hit it right on the head earlier when you said, Dan is very involved in the company. He's not just a face. We actually don't, you know, use him as the face of the company. The brand stands on its own. He is the owner. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, the brand is what it is and doesn't need him to, you know, stand on its own. Um, right. I mean, you're going on 15 years. It's It's got its own. It's. We've been Not around. Same, we, it we've doesn't proven, need him. We, we've entered you, the yeah, you know, we've entered yeah. the competitions. We've won our medals. Um, right. The brand is is can speak for itself, if you will. Yes, exactly, exactly. And that's why I wanted to talk to you because uh, the the main thing that really got me about this, in terms of me not knowing anything about vodka, was I liked that there wasn't a bunch of junk in it. I liked Absolutely. that it was uh, a pure a pure distillate, it's been filtered, and you're getting just what is in the glass. That's right. There's only two ingredients in our bottle, corn and water. That's it. Beautiful. Not a, nothing else. Um, see, that, see that bourbon people? It's fine. It's corn. It's the thing we know. Um, before we move on to our next vodka, I want to show off our Pride Edition bottle. Oh, cool, which, man. Look at this. Is this not like the most gorgeous bottle you've ever seen? Oh, that's absolutely beautiful, yeah. Yeah, so uh, we want to celebrate the LGBTQ community, and we released this bottle in 2020. Um, it houses the original Crystal Head vodka inside of it, so it's not a different vodka. Uh, it's just a different bottle decoration. And we've been supporting the LGBTQ community for the last couple of years. This is actually the last year for this bottle design. We plan on making a Pride bottle every year. Nice. Um, but next year, we're going to have a different design. So if you see this bottle out there, you better grab it because it's not going to be around for much longer. That's great, man. And it's a good cause. And I love the vintage. Like, uh, you do something special every year, all of a sudden, you've got a collector's item. That's right. That's right. Uh, are you ready to move on to our next vodka? I am. I am. And, and with it being the creative spirit... Uh, I was not ready for this next one. The next one, are, are we doing Onyx next? Oh, no, no, no. I'm, we're going to save Onyx for the last. Okay. We're going to move to Aurora next. So yeah. uh, the Aurora bottle, speaking of gorgeous bottles, oh, my gosh. I mean, it's, this it's is just. I, I, I honestly, I can't get over the craftsmanship on these things because uh, uh, Alexander, Mr. Alexander outdid himself with, with this one. Absolutely. I mean, that is just crazy, the detail. And this can't be cheap, dude. I mean, to do yes. this, the manufacturing alone, did you guys ha have any problems during uh, the pandemic in terms of getting oh, glass? Sure. You know, everyone had some sort of supply chain problem uh, s s somewhere in the chain. And, 
you know, we were no different, but uh, we, we're not having any problems now and we're, we're chugging along just fine. Um, Aurora, uh, the, besides the bottle being beautiful, it is just the smoothest vodka you could ever taste. Um, so we'll start off, you know, as a company, like I said, we make additive free spirits. So the Aurora is also additive free. Right. But the difference between the original and the Aurora and the Onyx is that we distill uh, our vodkas from different raw materials. So, you know, we mentioned the original was from uh, Canadian sweet corn. The uh, Aurora is made from English wheat. So this is a weeded vodka. Um, Just cleansing my palate a little bit. Yep, go ahead, go ahead. I'm, I'm got a little uh, cocktail on the side here that I call a crystal head rush. It's really just uh, crystal head vodka and Red Bull. Nice. <laughs> the, the, the vodka Red Bull has always been the most confusing drink to me. You've got one ingredient telling your body, hey, man, calm down. And then you've got the other ingredient telling your body, let's get in a fist fight. <laughs> yeah, at least, I, you know, at least I drink the sugar free. So I'm, I'm trying to save a few calories there. Um, awesome. Aurora. Oh, Aurora. Okay, so uh, made from English wheat. It is distilled five times. So if you remember, the original is distilled four. So it yep. is run through an extra time. Um, it gets the same treatment that the original gets. Blended with pristine water from Newfoundland, filtered seven times, the last three through 10,000 Herkimer diamonds. Again, this one only has two ingredients in it, wheat and water. That's it. Nice. Now, um, now is this unique to you guys? Like, it seems pretty badass that you're, you're staying true to this method of distilling. Like, is, is this a unique thing to Crystal Head? Uh, the, the filtration method is our method. All of our vodkas will be filtered seven times. The last three through Herkimer Diamonds, our vodkas will always be blended with this pristine water. Like I said, the water is the most important part. Um, and so, yes, that is, if, if we ever make more vodkas in the future, I am certain that they will be filtered seven times uh, through the diamonds and blended with the water. That's, that's a staple for our, our brand. Nice, nice. And see, uh, that's the, the beauty of us doing this, too, is I'm seeing a lot of people joining right now that are, that are not bourbon people. So this is a, a nice thing. Welcome. Welcome, vodka, folks. This is vodka and bourbon finally getting along. It's, so it's me I, and you, David. We're doing it. We're bringing people together. <laughs> We're doing it. So I'd love to talk a little bit about this bottle. So uh, the decoration process is just fascinating. The bottle that I have and the bottle that you have are different because every single bottle is unique. No two bottles are exactly the same. Sometimes they have a little more orange in them or pink or, or green. Um, but I'd like to talk about how we make these bottles. So the Aurora bottles start their life off as a regular clear crystal head bottle, just like this. Right. We can only do a handful at a time. And we put these bottles in this uh, sealed chamber we then run an electrical current through the bottles and take four metals in powdered form. We release that powder metal into the chamber. It's it attracts the, uh, the, the bottle attracts the, the metal, the powdered metal, um, and coats the bottle. We then bake that metal into the pores of the glass at 2,400 degrees for two hours, and this is the result. So Good it's Lord. actually melted metal. 
powdered metal into the pores of the glass. That's crazy. So yeah, it's, it's straight artwork. There is no two alike. No two alike. It all depends on how the metal falls on the bottle, how right. it interacts with the electricity, and then how it gets baked in. Literally, the bottle made right next to it will be different from, from the, the other one. That's insane. That is yeah. absolutely insane. Uh, are you ready Ryan, to Ryan, did you know that? I didn't know that. Sorry, I got people here. <laughs> they're, they're, I, I, I've never heard of such. That's absolutely awesome. Yeah, the, the glass is um, pretty unique, and we're, we're pretty proud of it. Cool, man. So what can we expect in flavor? Like mm. I got sweet from the last one because of the corn. Normally with wheat, you get a creamy. Like, like, like I normally would have a, a sweet and a little creamy with the wheat, with a weeded. Yeah, you know, so for me, uh, we get kind of bolder, spicier notes here. I'm gonna go ahead and pour myself a little bit if you wanna pour yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, you, if you want to give it a smell, do you get anything on the nose here? I'm not getting the sweet like I did from the corn. Exactly. Getting... So it's, it's not going to have a lot of those sweet notes. You are going to get more, um, peppercorn, uh, sort of spicier. I get some, okay. I can see spice. I can see spice. TJ, we're drinking for you, buddy. <laughs> but this is my favorite vodka that we make. To oh, me, yeah? it is just ultra smooth. The original is smooth, but the Aurora is like, I mean, it's dangerous. It's kind of like water. You could just sip on this room temperature and be completely fine. You know, when I do tastings and I talk to people and um, I'm, I'm educating people on our brand, a lot of times people will go, well, I, I can't taste it alone. I can't taste vodka alone. And, and you know, my answer is, You've never had great vodka if you've never had Crystal Head vodka because our vodka is not going to burn going down your throat. The Aurora is extra smooth. It's, it's just a great – cheers here, man. Cheers. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I did not – somebody was asking about the glass you're drinking out of. I was just showing them. Uh, it's, it's, that's pretty badass how everything has just that attention to detail. Yep. So we make these uh, the, these shot glasses, you know, for some of our uh, uh, big events or um, our on-premise programs. Um, what That's do you think dangerous. Of the Aurora? That is dangerous, man. It's so smooth. It's 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 dangerous. Exactly. <laughs> I, I I mean, I don't drink a lot of vodka. But there is a personality to this that I was not expecting when me and you agreed when we were talking about doing this. I mean, that is kind of, oh, dude, it's much better. He can't say it. He, he has to be uh, corporately responsible. I can tell you, TJ, this is a lot better than Kettle. <laughs> you know, um, my How is that cocktail I mean, to make clean. with the yeah, it's so clean. It's, it's so just, freaking clean. Again, this is this is the idea that we're creating a blank slate for cocktails. That the bartender that uses Aurora is going to make whatever recipe he's making as cocktail he's making as close to the recipe as possible. Because right. we are, it's just so super smooth. You're not going to get any interaction from any additives because it's additive free. Uh, one of my favorite drinks to make with the Aurora because it has that for me bolder, spicier notes is a Moscow Mule. Got a little uh, cool crystal head uh, tin cup here, but oh. um, if, 
Dude, that is badass. Oh, and you know what? I misspoke. We're not calling them Moscow mules anymore. This is a Canadian mule, They're not a Moscow mule. mule. We're, Moscow mules are over. They're canceled. Well, can we call it a, a, a Canadian moose? We sure can. A Canadian like moose or a crystal moose. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Aurora, beautiful. My favorite vodka that we make. Uh, but coming in at a very close second is the Onyx. Are you ready for this? Because I, this is an amazing, amazing product. Dude, and yes, Daniela, that, show, show that, show that uh, uh, Canadian moose uh, a bottle, uh, a cup again. Yeah, yeah, oh, our, our, yeah, our Canadian mug. Dude, like that. Yeah. that is badass. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, so, so first, I, I, I'm slow. Aurora Borealis, am I right? Is that yes? The... So okay. Um, you know, okay. Uh, I mentioned that our distillery is in Newfoundland. It's more accurately in St. John's, Newfoundland. It's the farthest east you can go before you leave the North American continent. I mean, it's oh, almost cool. Greenland. It's so far east. It's also very, very remote, which is why we pull the water from there. It's water untouched by man. This is just the purest, cleanest water. Newfoundland is a beautiful, beautiful province in Canada. Um, and from the distillery, often you can see the Aurora Borealis. So that's kind of why we made this, uh, this bottle in that um, phenomenon. That's awesome, dude. I mean, that is, your marketing team is on point. Yeah, they're, they're great in the office. They're, they're, Smart cookies there, for sure. Most definitely, man. So where are we going next? You, you're taking me to Onyx land. We got to go to Onyx. This is our final vodka. So like I said, we make three different vodkas. Um, again, this is going to be additive-free. But this is a, a pretty exciting product. So we launched the Onyx in October of 2020. Um, and... It is the first vodka made from 100% Blue Weber agave. That is so cool, man. I just want that to sink in for a second. This is vodka made from agave. So I mean, the onyx starts its You can life. smell it. You can smell the agave. You can oh, smell absolutely. it. Absolutely. I'm going to pour a little for myself right here. Actually, I think I'm going to whip myself up a quick cocktail. I'm done well, with the bacon. vodka Red Bull. I am just going to. Uh, Make myself, I like a big, you know, I'm a drinker, so I like there a you go. cocktail. Um, so I'm just going to do uh, two ounces of Crystal Head Onyx. Let me just cut this lemon real quick. And you do, you've got the coolest job, man. <laughs> I love my job. You know, I've been in this role for about uh, just over five years, and it is the most fun job I've ever had. I'm passionate about it. Um, like I said, great boss, um, amazing award-winning vodka. I mean, where do you go wrong here? <laughs> totally, totally. Plus, it sends you all over the place, and you get to kind of re-educate people to uh, to what you're to what you're producing. Yeah, I could talk about this brand all day long. Uh, you know, I did just a little squeeze of fresh lemon juice, and I'm using the Fever Tree Sparkling Pink Grapefruit. We find that the Onyx pairs really well with grapefruit. Nice. So I've, I've, I've been drinking uh, the crystal, uh, the original, uh, what do you call it? Just crystal head original or just? Yep, just the, yep, original crystal head. 
I've been sitting on those you uh, and, and Fever Tree Tonic, and it is a twist of lime. It is freaking refreshing. Mm -mm -mm. Um, okay, Onyx. Let me uh, pour myself a little here. So, so like thing, I said, the first vodka made from 100% Blue Weber Agave. And it smells like awesome. It smells good. I mean, this is my favorite nose of the three. Yeah, I love tasting people on the Onyx. I always ask them, give it a smell before you drink it. And what do you think? Does it smell like vodka or tequila to you? It smells like tequila. For me, I get tequila on the nose all day. Yep, it's that all fresh day agave, that sort of earthy. Um, but there's a sweetness in agave also. Uh, it's just so beautiful. So the Onyx starts its life down in Mexico. Right. It is triple distilled. So the first two distillations, it goes through a double copper pot. Uh, you know, the first like time that. we get that ABV to about 30, 35%. Then the second time we run it through, we get it to about 60%. But in order to call it a vodka, we have to distill it up to 95%. And the powers that be changed the definition of vodka in 2020 to where vodka can be distilled from any raw material as long as you distill it up to 95% and then bring it back down, right? Okay. So the only way to distill it up to 95% is with a traditional column still. So that is the third distillation. I love it. That's so I got that, you speaking still, my language. You know, we're sort it's it's the first two distillations, we're still it's still a, a tequila, technically, right? Right. It's in between the second and third distillation, where it goes from being a tequila to a vodka, because we distill it up to 95%. At that point, we have this distillate. We're still down in Mexico. Uh, we're using agave that's, uh, you know, responsibly sourced. Um, and this distillate, we then ship in stainless steel containers all the way up to Newfoundland so it can get finished like the rest of our vodkas. So it gets blended with the pristine water and filtered seven times, the last three through 10,000 Herkimer diamonds. Onyx is also additive free. Beautiful. I'm really, really proud of this. Um, I mentioned it pairs really well with grapefruit. The Onyx can make amazing vodka cocktails or it can make tequila cocktails. You can make a margarita with this. I love a Onyx Paloma. That is like my go-to with the Onyx. Um, How do I make but, that? How do I make an Onyx Paloma? Oh, just an uh, ounce and a half of Crystal Head Onyx, a uh, splash of grapefruit juice and soda water. You can uh, give it a little twist of lime. It's, it's, it's a perfect cocktail. I, I, I really enjoy that. Um, you're Beautiful. talking about summer cocktails. That's a summer yeah. cocktail. Um, but, you know, you can make traditional uh, tequila cocktails, margarita, like I said, the Paloma, or you can go vodka and make like a gimlet with this. It's great. It's a great gimlet uh, with the Onyx. It's, it's beautiful. That's awesome. Uh, I, other Jesse, Ryan, yes, we're all going to get together. We're going to make some Palomas. This Onyx, it smells it smells like tequila and it, it doesn't smells like, smell tequila. like tequila it smells like really good tequila yep so you want to give it a little taste with me let's do it cheers, cheers. buddy my favorite that is my favorite of the three it's that it's is... so interesting for me you know everyone's palate is different but for me oh i know because it finishes like wait what did i just drink 
But it's for me, it starts off like a tequila. You are definitely getting those agave notes. Yeah. But it finishes like a clean, beautiful vodka. No burn whatsoever. Just a clean finish. So I get tequila on the nose, tequila on the front of my palate, but it finishes as this just clean vodka. That is... What do you think? That is amazing. Uh, it is definitely... It might be my favorite vodka. Uh, people are going to think I'm full of shit, but that might be the best vodka I've had. It, it's just... I'm, I'm talking with my hands. It's so good. <laughs> you, you ever taste something? You're like, I don't know what these are doing right now because <laughs> it is... You get notes of of tequila, but it's not... There's zero abrasion to it. Like, it's not yes. abrasive tequila. It's like, right. here's the blue agave... Or here's the agave, mm -hmm. and, and then... It just transitions about halfway through, and you get a super smooth finish. Yeah, it's it's like a transformer. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Of, yeah, yeah. Of alcohol. <laughs> uh, 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 to get you drunk, uh, to 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 get you Tron, to to drinkathon. I don't know whatever the Optimus Prime of alcohol would be. <laughs> so uh, you know. Our other bottles have some uh, transparency to them. Obviously, the original is totally clear. Um, right. You can see through the Aurora, but it's, uh, you know, it's kind of opaque. The Onyx allows zero lighting. And that's because we created this just precious, pr precious, precious liquid that no one's ever done before. And so, again, I'm going to go back to the spiritualist community. If you're... Uh, in this spiritualist community, the onyx stone is known as a uh, guardian, a protector stone. So, you know, a lot of people will carry just a little piece of onyx in their pocket for protection to ward off bad juju, whatever it may be. So we wanted the onyx bottle to allow no light in, no interaction whatsoever, just to uh, be this protector of this beautiful liquid that we've created. I mean, you really have created some beautiful liquid in the Onyx, man. And and I love the purple hue that it gives off. Like, by not letting any light reflect, it is kind of bouncing like a midnight blue off of it, which kind of ties in beautifully with an agave. Yeah, the Onyx is, uh, we're pretty proud of it. Uh, we're starting to enter it in competitions. It got a 95-point rating on uh, Blue Life. And we're, we're, we're starting to enter it in, in other uh, competitions, but we expect Onyx to just take off. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw copycats one day. We're the first yep. uh, major company to make this. I and um, it's, it's just a really impressive liquid. I'm so proud to taste people on it, talk about it. Um, it fits beautifully with our portfolio. You know, as a whole, we make luxury vodkas distilled from different raw materials that are additive free. Right. That's us in a nutshell. Well, and I think the additive free part is where you attract people that may not be uh, uh, vodka drinkers. Like, like this is something specifically that Onyx, man, like, like right at the beginning of summertime, this thing hitting the shelves in 2020, it's, it's right at that point, summer of 2022. It's uh, it's, it's Onyx summer, man. I love that. Yep. Um, you know, although the Onyx bottle doesn't let any light through and the other bottles do, 
Um, I like to t I like to say that our bottles never see a garbage can when the liquid's gone. People no, do no. all kinds of cool and crazy and creative things, and it just goes back to us being vodka for the creative spirit. Um, I want to show off a couple of bottles that some uh, buddies yeah. of mine have painted. I was going to say, what's the craziest one you've seen so far? So check oh, this guy dude. out. Um, this is done by an artist called Six Mick in London that by our UK cool. team. He actually made this specifically for me. I don't know if you can see because my camera is backwards, but it says my name, David Sakura, on it That's on the back. Awesome. Just a beautiful, beautiful bottle. Um, and then a couple years ago, I did a event where we supported the Chicago Art Institute. And so nice. I had a couple artists paint some bottles. This one is my absolute favorite. Oh, that's awesome. And this is a 1.75. So, um, you know, we make a couple different size bottles. Isn't this awesome? That's beyond awesome, man. I so mean, that's, so this is our 1.75. And all of the ones that I've been showing off so far have been 750s. So that looks like an actual human skull. Yeah, this is like a toddler and this is like an adult. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. Um, I have one more. This one's that is fascinating. So, so when you look um, into the eyes, it's probably hard to see on here, but the artist painted a painting that was hanging in the uh, Chicago Art Institute, he painted it backwards on the back of the bottle so that so when, when you look, look through, through the eyes, you see it front, you know, the correct way. That's awesome, man. But I mean, just, you know, people paint our bottles. Um, I do bottle painting parties sometimes. We've seen people turn them into vases and lamps and fish bowls. I mean, you name it and we've seen it. The bottle never sees a garbage can when the liquid's gone. No, nor should it. I mean, it speaks to the, uh, it, it's a work of art, man. It's I a mean, work of art, exactly. The, oof. What's up, Brandon? And uh, it, it really is just, uh, I'm already been, I've already been thinking about what I'm going to do after these are empty because they're not, I, I would like to say they're going to last a long time, but they're probably <laughs> going to be empty embarrassingly quick. Yeah, dr drink the vodka. Yes. We, you know, we are the number one luxury vodka in the U.S. Um, and we've won crazy awards. Uh, we make amazing cocktails with it. We want people to open the bottle and drink it. It is a work of art, but the liquid inside is also a work of art in its own right. It's very good. Uh, I, I, you've got you've to kind of trust your gut sometimes. Uh, when I, when I, had the idea to start branching outside of bourbon to introduce people to new spirits. Uh, I wanted to do it with people that I heard good things about and that people told me were good. You know what I mean? You don't want to turn somebody on to something that they're not used to and then them be mad at you. So you guys came very highly recommended by a, a bartender that I respect. And that's what started the conversation. That's what led me to you. And I'm very glad that it did because I, you know, I'm, I don't know vodka, I know bourbon. So to be, you walk me through everything as you've done, it's been a wonderful, a wonderful introduction to what I'm hoping is uh, a lot more vodka. Yeah, yeah. You know, thank you so much for inviting me on the show. I could talk about Crystal Head all day long, and I do. <laughs> great though. But yeah, it's, it's great vodka. You know, even if you're a bourbon drinker, 
Um, you can find complexity. You can find, um, you know, notes that other vodkas probably can't produce. Um, and we you are know a pure is? spirit. It's the purity. It's the purity. That that's that's the whole thing with the brand. You know, if like I said, if you're making a dirty martini or a bloody mary, you don't want to start off with a vodka with a bunch of sugar in it. No, if you're making no. an espresso martini, you don't want citrus oil. You know, because your end result cocktail is not going to have this fruity, citrusy, uh, you know, notes to it. Um, David Lamb from Ireland, what's up, buddy? <laughs> we're, we're, we're international. We're international, David. Awesome. Well, you know, Crystalhead, although we're a Canadian company, I'm American. Um, we're in over 95 countries. You can find us from Australia to Asia. We have a, a huge presence in Europe. Um, you know, when you go to clubs in London and Paris, we are the bottle service bottle of choice. Uh, awesome. You know, when you see this bottle coming through the club and it's all lit up and looking cool, um, it's contagious. People want pe people like I don't even know what that is, but I got to have one of those because it's so well, cool. And that's half the battle, right? What's up, Dave? I hope you guys are having a great time. Uh, that's half the battle. You want something on the shelf to where when people look at it's a stiff market. There's a lot of competition out there. And There's hundreds of up, vodkas. Hundreds. You see that right there? How do you not want that if you're at the bar and you're looking to party? Exactly, exactly. And again, it just goes back to the pure spirit. There's enough sugar in everything in our diet, right? Right. Why are we putting sugar in our vodka? Let's just yeah. have pure spirit, you know? Well, and I would say that's probably the, um, if, if, if you're a bourbon drinker and you're looking to try a vodka, I, I think Crystal Head's the way to go for that reason. We pride ourselves on finding the notes in a pure product. And I, 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 you can, if it's muddy, you can't get any of those notes off of it. But sure. something like this, where it is, I mean, this is clean, man. Like the best descriptor I can give to all three things, other than badass, because that freaking <laughs> Onyx is badass, David. It really is. It's onyx so is good. Killing it right now. We love I, the Onyx. I was honestly, uh, I, I knew I was going to like the vodka, but I was not expecting to, how much I was going to like the Onyx. The Onyx. We is get just that all wonderful. the. We get that all the time. People that are like, I don't want to like this because you. <laughs> But I can't help myself. It, it's it's delicious and it's unique and it's cool and no one's ever done this before. So, uh, yeah, we're trailblazing here, you know. That's it for the creative spirit. That's <laughs> right, man. And and I've got an idea of what I'm going to do with these bottles when they're done. After I do it, I'll shoot you a picture because it's going to be if it, if it works the way it's supposed to, it should be pretty cool. I love it. Send it to us. We'll put it on our uh, Instagram. Show it off. Um, I mean, so, uh, do you have any questions? Have I have I answered everything? We went through the gambit. We've talked about Ackroyd. <laughs> we've talked about how you make it. We've talked about what you can do with it. Oh, what do you have coming up next? Like, you, what do you? Where do you go from the Onyx? Oh, you know, um, we will never make a blueberry flavored vodka or, Thank a, you. or a lemon vodka. Thank you. And Don't do that. That's because it would that would be an additive. We would have to add blueberry flavoring or you know lemonine or some sort of something like that so uh you know we there's there's no big big changes in the works right now but i would if i had to guess 
if we were going to release a new vodka, it would be distilled from a different raw material, you know, right. um, perhaps potato, perhaps rice. Uh, you know, there's, there's certainly different kinds of corn and different kinds of wheat out there, but we will never make something that's flavored. We are an additive free spirit company and all of our spirits are, are pure. That's beautiful. I, I, I think David from Ireland's already had a few Irish whiskeys tonight. <laughs> but that's, that's awesome, man. And it's so great that you guys have stayed true to that. Because uh, a, a new company, Ackroyd based or not, you launched at one of the hardest times to launch a premium vodka. And you've lasted longer. I think the rest of them from that time period have, have folded. Or a yeah, lot of them you know, we are still around. We're kicking ass. And uh, we plan on being here for a long time. That's awesome, dude. Well, the weekend starts tomorrow. What are you doing this weekend? Oh, you know, this is a uh, freak weekend where I'm home and I'm not, I don't have any events. I'm not traveling or anything. So I'm going to just kick it at home. Um, I'll probably enjoy some Onyx, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> as you should, as you should. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, I like to go by a friend's house. I bring a bottle with me. Everyone enjoys it. Um uh, yeah, we're, we're, you know, we're coming up on pride season. So we'll, that we'll be doing some uh, big events with different pride activities. Um, we're entering Onyx and some more competitions and winning nice. uh, medals there. So I'll keep you abreast as to where we are with all that stuff. Yes, please let me know. Uh, it, it, it's been so nice talking with you, man. It's been really good learning about this and just seeing the possibilities, like just what you could do with this stuff. Are, are endless. I want one of those mule cups. That's <laughs> one of those I moose send cups. You one. I that got, is I got one coming cool. your way. But the the beauty is, like, it's right here at summertime. There's so many things you can do with this, and it just if it's bogged down with sugar, you can't really drink it all day. Not and by all day, you know what I mean. Like, like you want if you're sessionability. Outside, yeah, you, you want to yeah. be able to sit down and. If a cocktail's good, then you can have two or three of them. Exactly. And if it's something that's not going to, this sort of strikes me as something that's not going to give you a headache. Like things oh. that have a lot of sugar in it, the, you, the next day you feel like you drink something that had a bunch of crap in it. And this you is know, like, if you, you put stick, good stuff in, you get good stuff out, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I real when I go out and I'm drinking a little hard, I'll drink just Crystal Head and soda, squeeze a lime or lemon, and I feel great the next day because I'm not putting a bunch of other garbage in my body. It's not sugar. I'm not putting all these lemonines and terpenes in there. Yep. Um, it's just pure spirit. So you do feel better the next day. That's freaking beautiful. That that's I, I, I live by that as well. Like there's just something about knowing that you're putting the best that you can in your body, and then you, you don't have to worry about it the next day because you've started at the right place. That's right. Well, I've taken an hour of your time. I super appreciate you walking me through this. I'm, I'm going to need some Crystal Head Vodka uh, Saturday, this Saturday. I'm normally on the comedy stage. This weekend, I'm actually doing color commentary for a wrestling show. Cool. <laughs> so, if, if, which Chicago has a pretty rabid wrestling fan base. If I go through a table, I'm, I'm going to need a little Crystal Head to, uh, uh, to, to, to help me recover. After, I like afterwards. That. 
I like that. Good idea, man. <laughs> Jesse, thank you so much for having me on the show. The, I, I, you know, I could talk about Chris Lid all day long. And, um, Anytime, I, man. I'm really happy to share uh, all this uh, news and information with you and everybody else. Um, I can't thank you enough for having me on. Most definitely. Let's do it again. Middle of summer. Let's do a cocktail episode. Perfect. <laughs> Rock and roll. All right, buddy. Have a great night. Thanks again. Have a great night. Take care. You too.